Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yes. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year and welcome. Welcome to the Football Zone. Here we are again in the BT Sports studio in London's glittering East End. I'm joined this week... I leave pauses when there's meant to be laughs. I'm joined <laughs> this week by two men with contrasting levels of fashion sense. It's Ian Moore and Josh Whittacombe, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, indeed. And also... And also a man for whom fashion stopped in 1973. It's Keith Dover over there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Um, we've all just watched the game between Liverpool and Arsenal. It's pretty spectacular game, wasn't it? Amazing, wasn't it? It was pretty cool. Second three all draw in 24 hours uh, on BT Sport. Now, uh, let's talk about Liverpool-Arsenal. Uh, nobody wants to win the Premier League title. That's what, I'm, that's what everyone keeps saying. Clearly not. Clearly, Clearly not. not. Even though everybody actually wants to win. No, I do think they do want... I don't think... They don't want to win. That's not the problem, is it? <laughs> no, it is. Well, oh, is that the actual it's issue? A genuine ah, attitude I see. Problem. I see. Uh, um, Liverpool. Let's talk about the pressing. Uh, they do press, don't they? Oh yes. What the gate? I thought you meant their ironing. I thought, uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they do press. They do press. They press very high. But and it's suddenly got you know it's suddenly become fashionable to do that. I'd not so, heard of pressing till about a year ago. People no, that's nothing. very no, noticeable. People have <laughs> been pressing for years. Absolutely. But in Germany, they call it gegenpressing. Right. Which, which is German for... Pressing. Heavy pressing. Heavy pressing. <laughs> I have no idea. I just made that up. I don't know. But they do. They seem to work hard, Liverpool. They, they, they were very... In Arsenal's faces. Yeah. I don't see why this kind of has suddenly been a new thing, this idea of running after the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was what we did as, like, ten-year-olds. And then they just knock that out of you when you're a teenager. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, teams seem to get compliments these days for working hard. That yeah. is the idea. No, but it? they're working extra hard. You said, by the way, this was one of the best games you've ever seen. Yeah, I, did, I said that at 2-2 and then it petered out awfully. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, the last game I saw here was uh, Holland 5, Spain 1. That's I, right, when you were in the studio. and That's, that's, that's when the World Cup sort of kicked off, wasn't it? It was, and then it went downhill from there. I'm kind of the kiss of death. The high <laughs> points of my life have been waiting for the footballs on, really. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Yeah, no, it was a great Jonah game. Winnicombe. Let's get on with the show. Uh, regular viewers will know that we're not pundits. Our guests have to work for their money. They can't just trot out tired old clichés about... Man United being boring and Aston Villa being rubbish. <laughs> no, they have to do that and make it funny as well. And I'll give them points as and when I see fit. 
Now, this week we'll be taking a look at another packed Premier League programme. There's been loads of goals, some ridiculous sendings off, and Norwich turned out in the most disgusting strip since Razor Runner took a shower in the jungle. <laughs> in Zurich, big news this week, and before you ask, it's not another arrest, unless it's for crimes against fashion. Paul Pogba turned up for the Ballon d'Or cere uh, ceremony wearing this. Have a look at that. Uh, now, Josh, uh, GQ yeah. said you were the second worst dressed man in Britain. They did, yeah. Is that your jacket? What? No. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know why I'm the second worst dressed man in Britain. I, d I don't know. I was second to Paul Hollywood. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. That was a weird moment, wasn't and it? He I was one of the worst. chef's whites. You what, sorry? He just wears chef's whites. Yes. But the, Paul Hollywood's not the issue. <laughs> <laughs> the issue is my inclusion. <laughs> why, why, what do you think happened? I noticed that various I people voted. Some... Vivian Westwood voted. Yeah, I don't think she actually voted, did she? <laughs> she voted for you, mate. I know she... I don't think she was going... Have you seen that guy from The Football's Off? <laughs> <laughs> what kind Vivian's of... Vivian's a big fan She's of our show. She's a big show. fan of your show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. quite like that jacket. It reminds me of Indian restaurants of the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah, has got that look. The wallpaper. Flock jacket. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, as we said, uh, it was a stunning game at Anfield, in spite of the fact that it was between the two most injury-prone teams in world sport. Arsenal have managed to injure Alexis Sanchez, a man who, until he joined the Gunners, had not missed a day's football since he was two. <laughs> and as for Liverpool, their injury crisis shows no signs of abating. Daniel Sturridge picked up a bad knot, putting out the recycling bin the other day. <laughs> uh, Ian, do you think the Liverpool players are in shock? Really? What, having to work so hard Having all to of a run about It seems to be the issue, doesn't it? Well, I'm, that wasn't the way it was under Brendan Rodgers. No, so maybe it's that. You know what it is? It's German hugging. Klopp hugs really hard. <laughs> and he's, and he's squeezing the life out of him. Geigen hugging. Geigen pressing. Has, right. uh, is German hugging harder than other hugging? I don't want to go down that route, to be honest with you. <laughs> many, that was a club Germans? in Berlin I went to. Oh, OK. So when does a spate of injuries, when does it become a crisis? Um, I think about September at Arsenal, usually, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we do suffer a little bit, don't we? Let's I don't know what's wrong at Arsenal. What, what, I, I, I don't understand it. You th we, got in, we, got in a new we got in some new medical staff. Did you? Yeah, because, you know, we needed changed. extra ones as well. It's like a field hospital down there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should just get... You, you know that the kind of curtain with the gun for horses? Just as a threat. <laughs> Just get that at the training ground. Can if anyone goes down, yeah. let's see them get up quicker. Actually carry it out, though, so that they know that it is a serious threat. Yeah, we'd have to choose someone like Matthew Flamity or someone. <laughs> what, as, like, a warning As shot. a warning <laughs> shot. Or someone who's not very good. We don't want to shoot Mesut Ozil, do we? Is, really? it, is your injury crisis worse than Liverpool's? Well, no, Liverpool, Liverpool have lost something like an entire team. Well, I mean, I saw the team they put out for the FA Cup last week, and they, that was the under-12s, with the Lallana on the pitch. <laughs> that was essentially That's why the they're all running after the ball. <laughs> They've got the tactical yeah. awareness of an you're, you're a bit younger than us, but back in the 70s and 80s... Indeed. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're trying to get across the idea that you're the same age as John. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, makeup is not that advanced. This jacket mate. is. That jacket is the same age as Joss. Um, we, in the 70s and 80s, there weren't the same number of injuries. There are now. Arsenal went through a whole season once with a squad of 14. I mean, that's, you know, played in 60 games. Well, they're What's overpaid, happening? aren't they? They're overpaid, that's what it is. And the money is... They're work? taking the time off and they're, they're, they're all going down the casino rather than turning up for work. They're all throwing a sickie. 
oh, I see, they're not actually ill. No, they're not saying. ill at all. They're not ill at all. Look at Minulay. Minulay was out last week with a hamstring. How does a goalkeeper get a hamstring? <laughs> <laughs> that is a What's fair he point. Doing? But no, but yeah. in the no, but in the seventies, he used to run on with a magic sponge. It was yeah. a magic sponge. Water essentially cured anything back then. Yeah. If you had maybe... cancer, you just used to pour water on it, and it was fine. <laughs> maybe they've run out of magic. The sponges aren't as magical the as they aren't used as to be. They were. We've got a magic crisis. There's a lack of magic. Now they get kicked on the leg. They have oxygen. They get. They get. You know. They got defibrillators. I mean, cheese. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Cheese at Fulham. That was, that was yeah. Felix Magath tried yeah. uh, cheese, but people used to play with injuries. Now, as soon as they get a little knock. I know, but it's better now, isn't it? Because we're not trying to be men. We've just admitted that you know pain is actually a thing that stops you. <laughs> <laughs> like, if if I'm in pain. I'm not going to play football. Like, why do I... I've got nothing to prove to anyone. You would never have made Bert it the Troutman other days. played on the FA Cup final with a broken shoulder, was Broken it? neck. Broken, broken neck. neck. With a well, broken well, I neck. Mean, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that, Bert. Um, uh, Daniel Sturridge has actually been linked with a move to Arsenal. Uh, yes, we're buying our players pre-injured. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if that move doesn't work out, there's a local hospice needs to send forward. Um, I'm going to give the points out for that round and for calling Bert Troutman an idiot, I'm going to give the points to Josh Whittacombe, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, let's have a look at some of the other games that took place this evening. Uh, let's start with that Norwich kit. It was up. Let's have a look at it again. We've got another picture of that Norwich kit. I mean, what, what is that? Do you know the it's main issue? That's the, that's the their kit. A, yeah. So is that their away kit? That's their away kit. But it's so the it's same, same colour as their home kit. Isn't yes. It? It, it, well, it's a different pattern, but it's the same colour. That's but not the. Who else plays in yellow and green? Maybe somebody washed the away kit with the home kit, and that's the mix. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. I like I'm... it though. It feels like you know, in the in the nineties, every away kit looked like a magic eye, and it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What's yeah. that on his shirt? It just yeah. feels like you're going back to you know, an away kit is a chance for kit designers to express themselves. Really let go. <laughs> Get a really bit let go. Creative, yeah. 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 Um, there were some pretty fantastic results tonight. Sunderland beat uh, Swansea 4-2. Uh, uh, Jermaine Defoe, I believe, got a hat-trick as well. I know. Jermaine Defoe, he's making a late run for the Euros. <laughs> <laughs> you think? I reckon. OK. Uh, Swansea are in deep trouble, aren't they, really? Let's be fair. I, well, I don't know. I don't know. But the, really? they, well, no, they because are. there was a very bad sending off. There was a sending... Oh, did you see this, everyone? ...sending off. For, he, he was sent off, as far as I could tell, for breathing near another player. <laughs> and and it, that's it. That was it. That was it. It was off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the way injuries are going, you can't be breathing near no, another player. No, you can't. You, <laughs> have, you have to wear one of those masks. Yeah, that was... <laughs> And uh, uh, Stoke beat uh, Norwich, uh, that kit lost, thank me. Uh, any, any results, Keith, that you, uh, that you uh, are keen to? Any results that, you, uh, that stood out for you? Well, Leicester beat Tottenham, so that always cheers you up, doesn't it? Leicester did beat Spurs. Are we taking... Are, <laughs> no, hang on a minute. Are we taking Leicester seriously now? No, I'm not. <laughs> no, but I don't, I don't think anyone is. I don't they're not going to win the league. Come on. Well, that's what everyone keeps saying. Well, they just oh, won't go not. away. They just will not go away, will no, they? No, I know, but there's loads I, of people I that won't go away. You've just got to keep moving. Pes they're, pes <laughs> they're pesky, <laughs> aren't they? They need they? to work harder. Yeah. We'd I, have got away with it if it wasn't for you pesky Leicester. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think they'll finish top four. Yeah. And we'll all enjoy that. I think it But depends. a joke's a joke, isn't it? It depends. <laughs> Enough now, Leicester. Yeah, come on. We yeah. get it. I, it depends on how... You know what Chelsea are like. They'll go out and buy Vardy and Mahrez. I hope they don't. 
Just to put them in a porter cabin out the back of Stamford Bridge. <laughs> to loan Just them out. Just to ruin to loan other them out. people's enjoyment. I, they should loan them to Leicester. That'd be ironic. <laughs> um, They'll be in need of a striker if they tell Barney. No, but uh, I don't think, by the way, that that, that uh, team should Barney one in January. I'm not keen on the January transfer window. So you're just getting rid of all... I just think get rid of all transfer windows. Well, no, players have to be able to move. No, I think we're done now. <laughs> <laughs> you stay where stay you are. are. <laughs> yeah, OK, that's interesting. Sure, there was a guy who scored an own goal for Norwich tonight, Ryan Bennett. I yeah. thought he'd signed for Blackburn last week. Right. But I genuinely... I thought, I thought he had. So now Blackburn are blind, buying players and loaning them back yeah. to the bigger club they bought them off. That's, that's how it works now. I'm very confused about all this. OK, uh, OK. Uh, I'm going to give out the points for that round. Uh, I, I can't give out the points for Ian being confused. So for no particular reason, I'm going to give the points once again to Josh Whittaker. <laughs> I know. Now, we've just come off the frantic Christmas Premier League programme. We're into the even more frantic January period and everyone's looking a bit knackered. But Ian Moore has a suggestion which he recorded a little bit earlier. Watch this. OK, look, we all know that the Premier League is the most successful domestic league in the world, right? Nothing else comes close. It's broadcast to 212 territories, I don't know what that means, and a potential audience of 4.7 billion people, which, in layman's terms, is roughly half the number of people who claim to have supported Chelsea since before the arrival of Roman Abramovich. Despite the success, however, there are, remarkably, still people out there who nitpick and gripe. There's too many foreigners, there should be a winter break, and so on. Well, I have a suggestion. Firstly, we're not, repeat, not having a winter break. Sorry, top-flight UK-based footballers, but here's the thing. The people watching you, the, you know, the people paying your wages, have spent the previous 12 months doing their level best to avoid any kind of exertion or toil whatsoever, just so that they can spend a few days in the bleak midwinter eating their own body weight in dry, overcooked poultry and increasingly minceless mince pies, washed down with the kind of seasonal, usually back-of-the-drinks cabinet beverages, I'm looking at you, Quantro and Avocat, with the sole intention of spending the period entirely sofa-ridden and immovable in front of the television watching younger, leaner, more dynamic examples of mankind do what they get paid to do, play football. You are footballers, we are football watchers. Simple supply and demand. One of the many reasons we like Christmas football is you're doing something we can't, actively not spending time with your families. <laughs> there you are, gambling around major sporting arena with no responsibility to anyone other than your mates. Don't underestimate that, my friends. Your career is a short one, There'll be plenty of time for forced seasonal bonhomie and marriage-destroying board games after retirement. But, and here's the thing, if you insist on a rest, here's the solution. Overseas players can have their time off, but all fixtures played over the festive period, and they will be played, will be done so with only homegrown players. Homegrown. England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland and Gibraltar. It's the perfect compromise. We still get our crazy Roman galley slave run them into the ground football calendar and we get an increase in either young, hard-working domestic talent or slightly overweight former non-leaguers promoted beyond their capabilities who are funny to watch in compilation DVDs. You know it makes sense? Thank you for listening. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, hang um, on. Hang on. Hey, Keith. What? Excuse me. What's up? Well, how comes this French fop who comes over here every now and again gets his own bit? 
he's not French. You well, understand? I know he's not French, but he lives out there. And also, he's <laughs> doing a very good Michael Caine impression. <laughs> so I expected him to say, I'm only going to blow the bloody doors off at any second. <laughs> he gets graphics as well, which I don't get. And yeah. he gets longer. It's just not fair. I'm, yeah. sorry, I'm not I'm having it. I'm, I'm taking nothing Yeah, thank from you very man. much. Yeah, because I know where this is going to lead. You're going to have me up on the roof doing my segment. Right, <laughs> the that wasn't where it was going to lead, but that's a marvellous idea. <laughs> what about this idea? I think me. Keith needs a winter break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of this, this whole idea of just the foreigners getting a winter break? Oh, I like it. I think it's good. I think you've got to think outside the box with these things. <laughs> I, I think, or, you know those Legends games, you see? The Masters. The things. Masters. Yes. Side I think just for a month, bring in the Masters teams or play a game that's less taxing for a month. <laughs> So you fulfil the normal fixtures, Just that not but bright. in backgammon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an interesting I, outside... I reckon if Arsenal v Liverpool backgammon tonight, that would have been exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting thought. You hadn't, really, you hadn't really thought that, that far outside I the really box. really hadn't gone down the backgammon route. No, I mean, it's like, a, it's like an extended siesta, is essentially what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I can understand Jurgen Klopp's feelings on this. I heard this, uh, this was on the... Uh, he was saying the we Guardian, need a, they yeah. need a winter break. They do. It was on the Guardian podcast the other day. They said that in the... In the Germany has a month off. A month off? There's no one of their economies in tatters, is it? <laughs> they have a month off. So in the month that <laughs> he would have had not, off, in their, Liverpool are going to play nine games. Yeah. Which is a phenomenon. It's no wonder they've got injuries, is it? But as we said, we like to watch football. Yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not having a break. I can't what say how that? much I enjoyed my Boxing Day watching us lose four 0 to Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> that just cheered me right up over Christmas. Is it like? But why? All right. So all these players come in to fill in. The British players come in to fill in while the foreigners go and have a lie down, whatever they do. Yep. What happens after? They have to, is it like women who work during the war? <laughs> do they have to... What, we give them the vote? <laughs> we, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's popular. Well, that's not gone down well, has it? <laughs> I can see more points going your way after that. The feminist I don't, I don't friend... understand, though, if they're booing voting for yeah, women. I'm not totally sure. I'm <laughs> slightly worried. Uh, now, last weekend on this very channel, Paul Scholes tore into Manchester United saying that the players look bored, the fans look bored, and even LVG look bored. In fact, so many pundits were having a go at them, it was starting to get boring. So, we spent hours this week writing about how boring Manchester United are, and they can't get involved in possibly the most exciting game in the Premier League this season until this evening. Uh, it's almost like Man United are not concerned about our feelings. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I think... They are dull, aren't no, they? No, they're not. What? No. <laughs> Thank you, madam. Yes, but somebody knew. Uh, this season, they've brought me more joy than they have endured throughout <laughs> the 90s. I know what you're saying. Every week when I see nil-nil, it's joy. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> uh, I mean, I understand what Josh is saying, of course. Yes. But, you, you know, Manchester United are one of those teams, you want them to attack, don't you? You want them to go swashbuckling forward. Well, no, you want them to lose. Sorry. <laughs> Carry on. Yeah, no. I want them to lose in an exciting way. Yes. It's, I don't, it's, it is dull to watch. The thing, I like watching LVG during these things, because, like, last night... He's the most interesting uh, thing. Well, he is, because he just sits... And he won't celebrate when they score, which I, I always find that really odd anyway. But he, he'll, he'll come out in press conference and say, well, you know, we need to play with wingers. Yeah, 
That's your job, mate. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, we, we, we need we that. need we need more co cohesiveness. We need to be more creative. You've spent two hundred and fifty million quid again. Your job, pal. It's true. Yeah. Is it true that the British Medical Association have issued a warning not to watch Man United while operating heavy machinery? Have <laughs> 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 you heard that? I mean, it is. It, it, I, I don't know. What do you? What, what should we We're do? We're going with down them? this route despite them playing really well. Well, like we've us. written the jokes. <laughs> we might as well do. That. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, should they use tapes of Man United to force confessions out of prisoners? In <laughs> I mean, I think there's a number. Listen, aside from last oh, I'm night, enjoying the man. <laughs> we, we spent quite a lot of time working on. It. <laughs> oh, I'll try this one. He's reacting with outrage to the news that, along with Theo Pentel and Barbiturates, the BMA have added Manchester United to the prescribed list of anaesthetics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they thought they didn't like that one. I think so you're much. going to get the point in this round <laughs> if we're not I'm careful. I'm thinking I might be giving it to myself. Um, but we, I mean, Newcastle Manchester United, we. I tuned into that more through hope than expectation. Yeah. You know, and then it turned out to be brilliant. Is this why you have to watch every football game just in case? Well, yeah, it, that's what I've told my girlfriend. And I'm that is, yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, because you never know, do you? I didn't think it'd be a great game. I thought tonight would be a great game, but I wasn't sure about last night. I wasn't sure about tonight. I, you weren't? No, I, I didn't think it... I, find it, I found it actually quite hard to watch coming in here tonight because I've never watched a match with Keith before. <laughs> it was, that was quite yeah, an experience. Uh, well, it's, like, it's like standing on Speaker's Corner for half an hour. <laughs> with someone coming it was, up It was high-tempo vitriol. Yes. Uh, Louis van Gaal was... Uh, very upset after the game and was adamant that Chris Smalling did not foul Alexander Mitrovic for the penalty. Uh, <laughs> I think the phrase he was looking for was six of one and half a dozen of the other. Or, or to give it his Dutch translation, six of one and half a dozen of the other. Or just go Dutch. <laughs> or, or just go Dutch. It was the most ridiculous penalty, wasn't it? I mean, he wrestled him to the ground. Yeah, but, but you know, that's it. Joy. They bring unutterable joy. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Newcastle fans unveiled a huge banner criticising Mike Ashley's paying conditions at Sports Direct. Although a very similar banner can be found on sale at Sports Direct at half the price. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am going to give out the points for this round. And uh, do you know what? Although I deserve them, I'm giving the points to Ian Moore. Yeah. Uh, he's interesting. <laughs> now, the only team that until yesterday were more unwatchable than the global mega-corporate juggernaut that is Manchester United, Raston Villa. And yes, of course, we spent the week writing all sorts of jokes about how they'll never win another game. <laughs> so, of course, they beat Crystal Palace 1-0 on Tuesday night. Uh, Ian, one win 11 games for Aston Villa. It's not exactly the managerial bet. <laughs> they're on a roll. I think that's... Uh, a roll of... Yeah, unbeaten, on unbeaten a, from unbeaten one. Unbeaten in one game. It's, uh, I, I felt quite sorry for Remy Gard. There's clearly a problem at Aston Villa. I mean, the guy who... Is it, is it Randy Lerner? Randy Lerner, yeah. He's been trying to sell it since about 45 minutes after he bought the place, hasn't he? <laughs> clearly, it's like buying one of those tickets cheap on... Uh, on, on, a, on the website, that you bought the wrong day. You can't get money back. <laughs> I bought the wrong club. Yeah, he, <laughs> he thought he was buying Spurs. Exactly. <laughs> uh, they attacked... Oh, they didn't attack, but they were abusing the team bus after the Wickham game, I believe. Yeah. Just the bus? The yeah. players were on it? Players weren't on it. No, I think weren't very impressed with the, to... uh, the, the braking speed. <laughs> no, the, they did, they attacked. The Villa them. fans have got to see the, the long game. Who was bottom this time last year? Leicester. Leicester, that's right. right. That's Aston Villa Get could be top. Get your money on Aston Villa. They'll be top this time next season. <laughs> yes. yeah, a, lot, a lot of pundits are coming out and saying that Aston Villa should spend this January transfer window preparing for the championship yeah, they next should. season. Well, they've clearly spent the last five or six January transfer <laughs> preparing for the they championship. They have got their squad they? in the right yes, shape. Yes, they have. And what about uh, Mika Richards? Uh, we have actually we got a bit of VT because he was... Uh, fans, they got into an argument with fans. There's Mika Richards there. 
Uh, they, basically, I think Brad Guzan and Jonathan Lescombe were spitting gum and the fans weren't happy with it. And there was an argument ensued and Mika Richards ended up having an argument with them. Although, oh my God. the difficult thing there is that Mika Richards is meant to be defending a corner at this point. <laughs> uh, so, he's way out of position there, isn't he, really? Uh, was it right, I mean, just, just, was it right to sack Tim Sherwood, do you think? I, it's in, looking increasingly bad, but then so was his gilet, so it's difficult I, to tell. As, I, as a Blackburn fan, I think it was wrong that they sacked Paul Lambert, because uh, he clearly hasn't done Ezra any favours. It was killing us. him, though, wasn't it? Paul Lambert was looking more He was more looking really unhappy. It's an yeah. awful job. It is. It's an awful Would you job. take it at this point? No. <laughs> I, I think it should be the job at the end of The Apprentice. <laughs> 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 they probably try a bit less hard. Yeah. They, really? That's true. Uh, even after Tuesday's victory, it's hard not to feel sorry for Aston Villa fans. They're bottom of the table, almost certain to be relegated, and they've had to sit through some of the worst performances ever seen since Sofia Coppola in Godfather 3. Uh, <laughs> it's the young kids there. Wow. Topical, that one. Uh, I'm going to give out the points. I never go at my topical jokes. Well, the points are going oh, to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. You were, you were there. Meanwhile, at the other end of the football spectrum in Zurich, Lionel Messi was named the best player in the world and everyone agreed. Uh, everyone, of course, except Cristiano Ronaldo could be seen sitting in a quiet spot sticking pins in a Lionel <laughs> Messi doll. Did, did you hear what Ibrahimovic said about that, though? No. He said, he said I'd love to be Cristiano Ronaldo because Cristiano Ronaldo, he always gets the tickets to the front row of everything Lionel Messi wins. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, class. Ibrahimovic is... Well, he's certainly up there. Neymar was... We've got, we got a Neymar great was, photo, Neymar actually. We've got a great photo of the three of them. One of the more awkward photos, I think. Oh. That's, when it zoomed out, I was thinking Neymar's really dressed up for it, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bow tie is a bit of a push, I think, and the hat. But uh, uh, wow. that's Lionel Messi's girlfriend, and Lionel was not looking particularly happy with Cristiano no. Ronaldo. They're out, they are actually comparing fake tans, I think, <laughs> as I understand it. He's doing that little finger thing with his handshake as well, isn't he? He's just tickling the palm of her hand. Is that right? There. That's why she's got that oh, little right. smile on her okay. face. Uh, is this good for Ronaldo to, to be so obsessed with Lionel Messi, do you think? Oh, all the other way I around. I think we're all that obsessed with Lionel Messi. I think it's a great... I, I've, my, we're, living, I, we're living amongst the time of God. I've got to remember, uh, 10 years ago or 15 years ago, Michael Owen won this award. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, that's course, what I'm, a different era we're living <laughs> in. Uh, Michael Owen, of course, a very, very popular presenter on BT. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. That's how great that's this how award great. is. Who was the last person who wasn't Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi to win this award? Is Michael Owen, in my mind. Great man, great it, man. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Michael Owen, though. Do you know who it was? Uh, Cannavaro. Uh, no, good guess. Actually, defenders don't win it very often. Zidane. No, it was Kaka. Oh, it was, uh, it was, was Kaka. It? Yes, it was. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Keith. Uh, um, now, the clothes at the ceremony, uh, there comes a point where you can spend too much money on clothes, don't you think? No. I mean, we've seen... <laughs> it's, never, it's never been a well, problem. I'm not looking at you, obviously. Um, Unbelievable. Um, uh, I, Paul Pogba, we saw the picture of Paul yeah. Pogba earlier. Um, do, you, do you think there is a point when, when footballers... You, somebody needs to say to them, you can't go out in that? No, that was relatively sober for Messi, though, wasn't it? I mean, normally, he has some absolute monstrosities, doesn't he? Well, he's Lionel Messi. He's allowed to wear what he wants. Yeah, but he looks he? like he's the parking attendant, doesn't he? After <laughs> he looks like a parking attendant in a £5,000 suit. Yeah, it's, it's a very, it's like. a very posh hotel. Uh, is he the greatest player we've ever seen? I think we can all he's agree. He's the greatest player I've ever seen. Yeah. Definitely the Well, you watch Plymouth Argyle, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've had Peter Shilton and Bruce Grobble. So, um... Have you? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. Not, not in their prime. Not at the same time, otherwise. No. 
Bruce Grobelaar. Watching. Bruce Grobelaar couldn't train during the week because he was in court. That was amazing. That's genuinely true. Uh, I, you know what? Just for that Grobelaar and Peter Shilton anecdote alone, I'm giving the points to Josh Whittacombe. Three, two to Josh. Now, as always, we need to know what the common man is thinking, and there's no one more common <laughs> than Keith Dover, man of the people. Thank you. Hello, Keith. Thank you. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Hello, mate. What have you got for us this week? Well, look, let's be honest. There's nothing more undignified than seeing a top Premier League manager gesticulating in the technical area. You know, yeah. it's not nice, is it? He's waving his arms around like a lunatic, trying to communicate with his players. He's like a demented tic-tac man, you know? And even <laughs> if he does get a message to one of his players, you know, to say, look, Theo, over on fire, get a message to him, tell him to, you know, go deep. By the right. time it's got over there, Chinese whips, whispers kick in, and it probably Theo gets a message, will you tarmac my drive Wednesday afternoon? <laughs> right? Which is not what you want, is it? <laughs> so, I'm suggesting no. we need to improve that situation. So, I'm saying Segway boards. Right? <laughs> you think the manager should have Segway boards? Segway boards, he could hop on, go round the other side of the pitch, get to the nearest player and say, this is, not, <laughs> this is what I want you to do. Right? Have you tried riding one of these Segway boards? Personally, <laughs> no, I haven't. But my son, we got one for my son for his birthday. Yeah. And, and, and I've been on it once, and it's terrifying, if I'm honest <laughs> with you. Well, and Arsene Wenger is a 65-year-old man. Look, we, we can all learn, can't we? This is what I'm saying. It doesn't... Oh, it can, look, we can all get on it, learn of these things. It's, if the modern-day youth is going out on Segway balls, why can't people of our age go out there? Well, because of the youth. That's the difference. <laughs> OK. Um, yeah, I mean, I understand. But what if they fell off and banged their head? That would be a bit... Well, trust you to look on the negative side. I could see <laughs> Wenger and Van Hal picking this up fairly easily. I, I, I cannot see Big Sam doing this. I, I just, I, Big Sam on a hoverboard would be the funniest thing in the football highlights exactly. programme. Exactly. Yeah, it would have to be a very big hoverboard. I can't see him doing it. You know? All right, so we've got, we've got managers coming out of their technical areas, zipping round the Segway, telling their players what to do and then zipping back. I mean, I suppose it's... I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, Thank you, Keith. Josh. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you see? I, it, see? I, I, th I think managers should stay in their technical area and I think it should be patrolled with dogs. <laughs> 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 that's, that's, of course, the alternative <laughs> viewpoint. Just, yeah, you see, yeah. Let's get back. Yeah. on my patch here, aren't you? <laughs> no, mate, yeah. I'm just, you know, an alternative viewpoint. Perhaps. Yeah, I mean, OK, OK, so managers... Really uh, angry dogs. You don't... Because the ten <laughs> what happened? <laughs> just, just dogs, generally. OK, but the, the, the technical area, that's quite a new... Thing, it isn't is, it, isn't really? it? Yeah, I, I liked. You know, you didn't. You didn't really need it before. It doesn't cause a. Doesn't really do anything. I, I think they I should be allowed to pick their area of the pitch. What? Where they have? So they could have any of the squares <laughs> on the pitch. Oh, I see. Yeah. They can't be on the pitch. You know, the they, game's no, they going could on. Be, but they have to get out of the way. So they could have the six-yard box. <laughs> or give them that spray. Yeah. They can draw a circle at the start around them wherever they stand. <laughs> And it I, vanishes after 45 seconds. It's vanished. Oh, yeah, it doesn't work, that idea. It's rubbish. I, it could, it, <laughs> I found a flaw. I quite, I quite like Keith's idea, but it could actually... Instead of the segue, it could actually be like playing the FIFA game. You know, having a little triangle above the oh, player yeah. that you're controlling. Oh, the manager the would be running around with the player who's got the ball. <laughs> Has to follow the ball all the way through the match. <laughs> Just going, right, knock it over there. Oh, fuck. Go you understand there. these are quite fit athletes we're talking Well, about it's time now. the manager's sharpened up, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Once again, you wouldn't want big Sam chasing you <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We understand. Uh, we'll be hearing more from Keith Dover later in the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, now, 
I think we're going to have to get him on a segue. Uh, we saw some great FA Cup ties over the weekend. Who would have thought that watching the team 17th in League Two take on Liverpool reserves would have been so exciting? Although, as always at this time of the year, there was more talk about managers disrespecting the FA Cup. You disrespected me, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, by putting out weakened teams. They put out weakened teams. Tottenham made eight changes, Leicester made seven changes, and Aston Villa put out their first team. Um, <laughs> Josh, how can we incentivise the managers I think to make the FA Cup? You I just think you move... They've, this, they've, it used to be the final for Wembley, then it was the semis. Just move Wembley earlier. <laughs> round four, round. all round fours <laughs> take place at Wembley. <laughs> That's an interesting idea. I think you... people would really go for it if they knew they were one step from Wembley. Do you love Wembley. the FA Cup? I found myself... Plymouth got knocked out this, this year. And, In round... Uh, one? One. I've, yeah. I've heard of that. Round one? Have you heard they have a round one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you'll be in it next year, Ian. Um, <laughs> Blackburn you... is still in it this year. Oh, right. right yeah, yeah, our game was postponed. We actually played it. Worked out quite well. Yeah. But, no, because I, when I grew up, the FA Cup Ooh. was the thing. It was the final and everyone... Yeah. And it was the one game on TV per year. Yeah. Whereas now you get four on a Sunday and four on a Monday and a couple on a Tuesday. So it's... it's, it's be, don't be aware what channel we're broadcasting on here. <laughs> I'm told. I'm told there are four on a Sunday. I don't know. I never watched them, of course. Um, uh, I think it's just a shame, isn't it, that the FA Cup has been yeah. diluted? Well, what, I think what you, the way you can make people take more interest in the FA Cup is very simple. What you do is, I think, you make it a league format and the 20 best teams from that league format of the Cup then go in the top league and the best ones are those going to Europe at the end of it. <laughs> Did anyone write the that Premier down? League. <laughs> I wasn't following or it. Or uh, you give the winner £100 million as prize money. £100 million? Or pounds. clear the debts. Yeah, because that's the, the league is the only thing that interests them. Right, it's like a lottery ticket. Yeah, and it's not, I know, I've got this thing... I mean, it's not just big teams disrespecting the FA Cup. I think it's smaller teams paying it far too much respect, frankly. I was watching the Wickham game and the manager... Um, Ash, Gareth Ainsworth. Ainsworth. Gareth Ainsworth. Yeah. He's from Blackburn, by the way. OK. My first girlfriend's called Melanie Ainsworth. She was from Blackburn. <laughs> Your anyway. first girlfriend might yeah. be I mean, if related if, to the yeah. Wickham If ever we've sh shown how badly the FA Cup's going, you've gone into that anecdote. <laughs> <laughs> but my so, point is... I don't is think you're taking this anecdote <laughs> seriously. <laughs> you put your reserve anecdote out <laughs> on this one. It's uh, been, it's, what was the it's point? It's been warming up, this anecdote, for some time <laughs> and desperate to come on. The, the, the Wickham manager, he had GPS <laughs> tracking devices in the back of the Wickham players' shirt. They did, yes. They play for Wickham. I mean, yeah. what, you know, what, just ask them to turn their phones on. <laughs> yeah, that would probably really do expensive it. shirts. They did the draw on the one show. Did you see this? Did no. they do Right, he did the draw on the one show. They're wow. trying to make it more showbiz. Yeah. Well, that's... that's I think so. the one show is very popular. It is. I, I think the problem is your reward is you get into the Europa League, which no-one wants to be in. No. So maybe it's... Live on BT Sport. <laughs> <laughs> no, but none of the top... <laughs> You've done it again, John. <laughs> I mean... Michael Owen's a regular commentator. He's a regular commentator. <laughs> Michael Owen loves the Europa League more than anything else in his life. I, I, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Let's not lie about this. Uh, you love the Europa League, don't you, Josh? Yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> and we're going to give out. Uh, we're going to give out the points for this round. And as you can imagine, uh, I'm. I can't give the points to Josh. Okay. <laughs> I'm giving the points to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> I start by it. Uh, We have been talking about some of the lower league uh, teams. There are some, there's some serious quality in the lower leagues. Uh, our guest this week, Josh Whittacombe, is a huge fan of Plymouth Argyle, currently 
running away with lead two. Well, is it yeah. right? They're two points clear, I believe. Oh, uh, uh, no, we're on Tom and goal difference. Okay, and they so, can concentrate uh, on that now that they're out in round one of the <laughs> yeah, That's true. I've gathered uh, some interesting facts about Plymouth Argyle. I was wondering whether Josh could uh, help out. Yeah. Um, I'm told that Pele played there That's in true. 1973 That's for yeah. Santos. For Santos. A friendly against, uh, uh, against uh, Plymouth Argyle. Yeah. And 37,500 people went. Uh, Pele played. <laughs> Yep, you weren't there, true. of course, but... I wasn't there, no, we, I missed that one. Um, but I saw Pelé play when he played at Fulham in the same tour. He, did played, he played at Fulham, yes. In, I'm, I'm very old, Josh. He and, did a, uh, they did a tour of Plymouth and Fulham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they sailed up, I believe. So, so the Who's Pelé their manager? Who was their manager? Pelé played there, that, yeah. that was a fact. Uh, when Man U, they, they weren't allowed to use their ground for... Um, Crowd problems. Uh, they used Home Park, Plymouth. But, but they made Manchester United fans travel all the way from London to Plymouth. <laughs> <laughs> Outrageous. Um, um, really? Is that yeah, right? I mean, we... that is a punitive... That is a punishment. I'm not saying... All right, come on, mate. It's a long <laughs> way. The line wasn't electrified for a long time. No, no. Down um, the A303, that's a hell of a drive. I've done that, that is, one. It is, it's an awful uh, drive. Paul Mariner played and managed Plymouth. Correct, yeah. Yes. He's our greatest ever player, apart from oh. Bruce Grobola. I love the idea of a Peter seaside Peter manager as well. Well, Peter Reid, yeah, Peter Reed, and also, by the way, uh, Neil Warnock. Must Neil be proud Warnock. of that one. Of, oh, very proud. Ian Holloway. Ian. Tony um, Pulis. Tony Pulis. I mean, yes. the names of average Premier League managers <laughs> that we could throw out. <laughs> I'm just sad Sam Allardyce hasn't been on manager. We there, are there was the also... biggest city to have never had a top division club. Is that right? Yeah, which is the worst claim to fame of all time, <laughs> I imagine. Is that why you tried to get Man United to move it? Yeah. <laughs> it's something... You also had someone called Mick Jones was managing yeah, you. Yeah, but he was. Is it after he, he left the clash? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Before big audio diamond art. Now, Yaya Toure has reacted badly to the news that for the first time in five years, he's not been named African Football of the Year. He said, and I quote, I'm very disappointed. It's sad to see Africa react this way, that they don't think African achievements are important. I think this is what brings shame to Africa. <laughs> yes, yes, from the continent of Boyu, Idi Amin, Rwandan genocide and Ebola, not making Yaya Toure African Football of the Year is definitely the most shameful thing. Uh, Josh, should Yaya just shut up and eat his birthday cake? <laughs> <laughs> he's awful, isn't he? Well, he's a bit, a bit of a drama queen. He is. Isn't uh, he? He's, he's kind of everything that everyone imagines a modern footballer is. Yeah, but, he, but he, he's such an amazing footballer when he plays. For the 20 minutes each game that he can be bothered. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I just find it. He, I, I was kind of like, oh, well, fair enough, you've lost. But he's won four years in a row. Yeah. And it's not like they gave it to a white Afrikaans, you know, <laughs> Eugene Terreblanche. I mean, they, they gave it to uh, so Bamiyang, who's the, the top scorer. He's he playing is. very well in the Bundesliga. In the Bundesliga. I think, I, I think Yaya is a child. He's, that's what yeah. it is. He's, he's just a child. And I think when he made those comments, he was probably overtired. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he had too much time. Yeah, short on cowpole. That's what he was. Right. You know how some players. <laughs> it's always said that some players they need an arm around the shoulder. You can't it? reach I, th I think he needs grounding. He needs <laughs> and his pocket money stops. <laughs> I, I tell you, two hundred and twenty-five grand yeah. a week. Yeah, stop. <laughs> That'll for make a couple a of weeks. Yeah, it will. I want to see next year, even though he doesn't deserve it, Colo Torre to win African <laughs> Football of the Year. <laughs> Just to see what happens. Just to wind Yaya up. Um, I mean, we all believe... He won't the get there in time for the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, so we all believe the birthday cake thing now, though, don't we? Yeah. After this, we're just yeah. going, do you know what? He didn't make that up, did he? You know, no. what do we do about Yaya? Because he is an absolutely brilliant footballer. But he's Man City's captain. Yeah. No wonder they're kind of... 
just kind of lazily chugging yeah. through the season. Oh, what, if he's all moody? Yeah. What do you want us to do, Yaya? If, if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> yeah. That sort of stuff. Also, he, uh, did, was he, he, did he hear about the World Player of the Year? So he didn't win that either. That's the, the, the fault of the that, world. That shamed whatever. Africa the way Messi the, won yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. Uh, now, Yaya Toure uh, has suggested that the African Player of the Year awards are tainted, but we think this is nonsense. Uh, we're particularly excited here at the Football Zone about the announcement of the African Young Player of the Year which this year is between Samuel Eto'o, and Robert Mugal. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give the points to that round. And uh, you know what? I'm giving the points to Ian Moore, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. Now, let's have, a, let's have a little game of Where's Pep. After his announcement he's going to leave Bayern Munich and manage in the Premier League, there's been a lot of speculation as to where Pep Guardiola will end up. It's thought to be one of the big four, or to be more accurate, one of the big three, and Chelsea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love having this job. Uh, Ian, should Blackburn make a late bid? Definitely, think? definitely. I, th I think he'll find it a bit colder. He won't be able to just wear the, uh, the V-neck jumper that he's been getting away with in Munich. I, I don't see him. I think... I'd like to see him go anywhere but Chelsea, because that would be Chelsea. wrong. He's that's not like when Anakin no. joined the Sith. <laughs> Do you know what? I, I have no that. idea what that I sentence that. meant, but okay. Uh, Keith, you want so you have something to say about uh, Pep Guardiola? Well, it's just a rumor, uh, but I got it off a fat bloke, so you know it's true. Um, <laughs> I, I, I apologise to anyone who's slightly overweight, but. Uh, well, if anything, it's a compliment. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah. What's the rumour, Keith? Well, he's going to go to Ipswich. Um, <laughs> you heard this. Well, yeah, and I think he should do, because I don't think they should come over here, swan over here after winning, you know, various Champions League, starting at the bottom, you know, on the ground floor. So <laughs> let him take over a club like Ipswich, and if he has some success, then you can go into the Premiership. Oh, you know, okay. so yeah, let's see, let's see how well he does in the championship. Well, there's, a, there's an interesting thing that Keith's bringing up there. Do you not? It's not that interesting, is it? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Bonkers. <laughs> but no, the, it's completely bonkers. The point I'm making is Pep Guardiola all that? I mean, well, in the end, he's got, Lionel, he's got Lionel Messi playing for him. I mean, what, what exactly instructions do you to go well, out and do? I your don't thing? think he's done that amazing a job at Bayern Munich. They've won the Bundesliga, which they. Basically, win by year. default. Well, they beat Bo Borussia Dortmund twice, and then well, they were Borussia in. Dortmund were like bottom at Christmas last yeah. year, so there was nothing to do there. Yeah. Um, and they got thrashed in the Champions League semi-finals twice. So that's that's my point. Well, this is the thing. He's, he's not... done well in a country that has two teams, and done slightly better in a country that has one team. <laughs> <laughs> so what he needs I is a country that. that has no teams. Exactly. <laughs> He'll fly at that point. I he's see going where to that the Scottish going. Premier League. That's yeah. where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> also on BT Sport. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything that's not on TV sport? We've got it all. We've got it all, ladies and gentlemen. And would you believe it, the points go to Ian Moore, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, we'll do the fixtures coming up. Who have Plymouth got the weekend, by the way? Uh, we are at home to someone mid-table, and I can't remember who it is. <laughs> right, someone. But I remember not being too worried. Oh, you're not too concerned. OK. No. We have got the fixes coming up in the Premier League. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, we've got... Uh, oh, the live game on BT Sport is Tottenham against Sunderland, which is also being shown in Ultra HD. Imagine Sam Allardyce in Ultra HD, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, <laughs> on, a, on a segue. <laughs> on a segue, yeah. Um, Chelsea v Everton, that could be interesting. Chelsea uh, trying to get up to 10th. Everton, I think Everton will do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm being told Plymouth are home to Stevenage. There we go, fine. That's, that's, you're all right, yeah. are you? I'll deal with that. We're yeah. going to have to trust you on that one, to be honest. Uh, Leicester, joint 
top of the Premier League, yeah. away at uh, Aston Villa. I mean, yeah, if Arsenal, Arsenal away at Stoke well. on a Sunday, Leicester could be topped by themselves after the Oh, weekend. my God, it'd be glorious, wouldn't it? I, I, would, I would like that, and there's a mid-table clash of you Liverpool like against Man United. <laughs> I wouldn't like it. No, of course I wouldn't like it uh, God, if they do, won. Do you remember when Liverpool v Man U mattered? That yeah. was a proper game. Oh, yeah. now... Now, who's going to finish all, eight? Six all yeah. draw. I'm not going to say anything more, because you're about to reveal it's on BT Sport. <laughs> 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 the final score, ladies and gentlemen, is 5-3 to Ian Moore. Yes. That's it for the show. Thanks to our guests, Josh Whittacombe, Ian Moore and Keith Dover. We're back on February 18th with Omid Janili, but if you can't wait till then, check out our weekly pod podcast on iTunes. Thanks for watching. See you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.